Welcome back to Sister Sleuths. I'm Courtney. I'm Danny. And I'm Kim. We did it. Yeah, we didn't even forget. Look at us go. (laughs) I feel like we sort of forgot. Well, like in the beginning, but once we got rolling, look at us go. Yeah, Yeah. I have faith. It's going to be fine. I think that it's going to be great. And I'm excited. I'm excited too. Been waiting for this moment. I got life. waiting for tonight. Happened. And karaoke brought to you by Courtney. <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Finally, in a um, very professional recu- recording studio that studio that is my uh, <laughs> closet. Just because I can't yeah, say words, Courtney. Wow. Last we left Danny, she was still inside of her car recording. <laughs> that is true. It is true. But no, nay, nay, I am in a closet. What an upgrade. What an upgrade. I'm a little confused why you're in a closet because your house is fucking ridiculous. I do have a lot. Um, The problem was, is we did try to record uh, Mediocre Mamas podcast episode Mm -hmm. when I was in my office. And guess what? The entire time it sounded like I was like echoing. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. So you just gotta get some stuff on the walls, and then I think you'll be good. I mean, it's great in here. I got some clothes up, and I'm sitting by my dirty laundry, and it's fine. Perfect. What's new with you guys? Nothing. Right? When was our last episode even? I, January. January. We're like we're starting January off this year. Thirteenth. We're starting. Okay. Off well, this I had a baby. <laughs> I had a baby. I guess would be the update for me. No big deal. Um. Yeah. No big deal. A girl. Yes, finally. Yay! Still even haven't gotten to meet her. Listen, I live an hour away and I still haven't gotten to meet her. So you're not the worst sister. That's, I'm the worst sister. That's so sad. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Eventually. She gets cuter every day. So honestly, like, the longer you wait, the cuter she'll be. Oh, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And then they hit a point where they become not cute. So I'm going to, I'm going to aim for before. Yeah, there's a cutoff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a cutoff. Yeah. So you got to hit that sweet spot. uh, Yeah, this whole week has been chaos because we've had eight kids in the house because Kendra came to visit and... Yeah. That used to be Kimmy's life. Yeah, I was going to say, do you not remember I used to raise eight children? I don't know how, because I was literally <laughs> losing my shit. It didn't matter if it was a Kroos kid or a Jones kid. Like, oh, they were all getting yelled at. Yeah. What's the podcast on this week, boys and girls? It's Courtney's What's... turn. It's my turn. Yes. I clearly did and... homework, because I know what we're talking about. That's okay, if you didn't, because I'm going to tell you all about it. That's so. good. We kind of planned on that. Good, good, great, great. Uh, do you want me to start now? Do we have any other housekeeping? Um, I literally just told you I was going to murder kids this week, so so you felt like that was like <laughs> that was we my probably change. That was my dirty laundry. I'm done with mine. So what about you, yeah. Kimmy? Danny was like, maybe we should just change the subject and talk about a real murderer <laughs> instead of a <laughs> possible murderer. Possible. Eh, that's fine. It's fine. It really is. No big deal. Okay. Well, no. I'll tell you my story if you want to hear my story. Yeah. That's That's why we're fucking here. Oh, okay. Um. (laughs) (laughs) So let's hear it. Okay, great. This week we're talking about the Pike County Massacre. Never heard of her. You guys know anything about it? Never heard of her. 
Uh, you know, normally I would do some research, mm-hmm. but I didn't do any. Like, huh? I didn't even Google it and look on Wikipedia. So this is a fresh, you know fresh, fun story for me. I kind of like it that way anyway. Like, you're telling yeah, us something we don't know. It's a story. It's a story. Yeah. Gather and this didn't really happen that long ago. In fact, trials for this are happening now. Well, all right then. Current. So, you know, I like a good trial because I'm basically a lawyer now after <laughs> I watched the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. So, here I go. I didn't watch I'm ready a single for it. second of that. I watched every second of that. So, <laughs> so that's all. That's balance. That's the I, universe. I basically woke up early every day, got my snacks, and told the kids to do what they wanted because mommy was in court all day. Get <laughs> dirty duty. Yep. Have you ever watched the Goldbergs? Yes, yes, I have. Yes. I just want you to walk around the house all day telling your kids I could have been a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually believe that I could have been a lawyer, but because there's a lot of things I don't. I don't Listen, if you say it with enough conviction, stuff. it doesn't even matter. I'm, but like, did you see her lawyers? Like, you would be a better lawyer than them. That's true. That's true. Like, they don't even know the name of their, like, who they're defending. Anything. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Anywho, okay. so anyway. it's happening now. Anyhow, yeah. Anyway, yes. Okay. I'll let's get into it. Our story takes place in rural Pike County, Ohio, which is about fifty miles from Columbus and sixty miles from Cincinnati. Piketon is a small town where everyone knows everyone, and most of the families who live there have lived there for generations. People would describe the town as safe and a place where you could leave your doors unlocked and stay out late at night without any worries. Why? Why do people describe their town like that? It's always those towns. Every single time. It's a trend. It really is. Like, it used to be so safe until... We we never locked our doors until that family of seven got murdered in their beds. Someone even said they would, like, leave their windows open at night. Like... What the shit? No, thank you. Even if it wasn't a person, what about, like, animals, bro? Like a raccoon. Even what about, like... Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Trash pandas. You can't just leave your windows open. (laughs) I I don't want to get attacked by an animal or a person, so (laughs) close the windows. But after the night of April 21st, 2016, that feeling of safety would become non-existent. Called it. Yeah. The Roden family had lived in Pike County for generations, and they were a well-known and well-liked family. The patriarch of the family named Chris Roden Sr. was 40 years old and worked in construction. He also loved to flip cars, so he had a lot of rundown cars on his property. If you can kind of, like, imagine just, like, a big property with, like, not like a trailer trailer, but, like, a trailer house, modular type house, you know? And then just, like, junk cars all over. You know what I'm picturing? Yeah. You know on the way that's that last little thing in Hurricane where it's, like, a it's by the, an actual trailer park, and then it's just like broke down, smashed cars as far as the eye could see. Yeah, yes, of course. That's what I'm picturing. Yes. Also, Our when you said great. he flipped cars, all I could picture was <laughs> him like, like holding out, like just arms under the car, and then it just goes flying. <laughs> like the shit out of that, that like, car. Yeah. I hope that's what you meant. I hope. Yeah, it's not 
What? Not physical. what you meant. Okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> clearly not what you meant, but I pictured it. This story is actually about a superhero. <laughs> yes. His name was Bruce. Bruce Banner. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, back to the story. <laughs> Chris was described as a hardworking family man who was a great father. He was married to his wife, Dana Manley Roden, for 22 years, and together they had three children. Chris and Dana did eventually get divorced, but they stayed best friends, and Chris even bought Dana a house on his same street so that they could stay close for the kids. Wow. Yeah, so they were on good terms. Dana was a nurse and was extremely well-liked throughout the community. Everyone had something good to say about her. Their oldest child was 20-year-old Frankie Roden. Frankie was described as hardworking and someone who loved all things outdoors and had a special obsession with demolition derby, which is kind of like physically flipping cars. I was going to say, we're getting closer to my storyline here. Yes. Frankie was a father to two children, a three-year-old boy named Brentley from a previous relationship and a six-month-old boy named Ruger with his fiancée, Hannah Gilly. Hannah was 20 years old and a great mom. She even had aspirations to start her own daycare. Chris and Dana's second child was 19-year-old Hannah May. Hannah lived with her mother, Dana, and had a three-year-old daughter, Sophia, and had just given birth to her second child, five-day-old Kylie. Wait, wait, wait. 19-year-old? Yes. Yikes. I am going to be honest. I had to process. I I had to do That was a lot of names. I had to go oh, yeah. 19, There's one more. and oh, she has good. a three-year-old. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll get there. Their last child is Chris Roden Jr. He's 16, year old, 16 years old and the baby of the family. He was a freshman in high school. On the morning of April 22nd, 2016, at around 7.51 a.m., local police received a very distressing 911 call. Bobby Joe Manley had arrived at her ex-brother-in-law Chris Roden's house to feed the animals like she did every morning. She used her key to enter the front door, but what she found would haunt her forever. Upon arriving at Chris Sr.'s house, Bobby Joe Bobby Joe calls 911 and explains that she has found her brother-in-law Chris and his cousin Gary on the floor dead. She says they look like, quote, someone beat the crap out of them. She's obviously very upset on the phone call, and the 911 operator tells her to wait outside for deputies to arrive. Okay. 
Bobby, I need you to get out of the house and wait. I'm done now. Okay? I'm staying outside right now. Okay, just stay out of the house. Don't let anybody go in there, okay? Yeah. All right, we got deputies on the way, okay? I uh, thank you. You're welcome. Chris Roden Sr. was shot nine times total. He was the only one that was shot somewhere other than the head. He had wounds on his head, torso, and extremities. He had one defensive wound on his right forearm, where, forearm, which suggested that he was awake when confronted by the gunman. Chris's cousin Gary, who was staying with him at the time, was shot twice in the head and once in the face. One shot was taken so close that it left a muzzle stain on the side of his head. The house reportedly was covered in blood, and all of this told authorities that this crime was intentional, violent, and personal. And super rude. It was super rude. Yeah. Super rude. Nine times? That's just like... Yeah. You don't like that person a lot. For real. So, while waiting for deputies to arrive, Bobby Joe decided to walk over to her nephew Frankie's house. They all, like, had houses together, like, around each other. Um, so, she went to Frankie's house to get help and to tell him what had happened to his father. Oh. When she knocked on the door, Frankie's three-year-old son Brentley answered, covered in blood. He told Bobby Joe that, quote, daddy was playing zombie. The family had been watching a lot of The Walking Dead recently, so to the little three-year-old, the scene he stumbled upon <gasps> seemed like it came straight from the show. That is so sad. Isn't that so heartbreaking? Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby Joe went inside the house and found Frankie and his fiance Hannah dead in their bed, shot execution style, with their six-month-old baby lying between them, thankfully unharmed. Oh my what gosh. What the hell? So now we have four. four people dead and two kids unharmed. Wow. So uh, the dad and then this would have been the son and daughter, almost daughter-in-law. And his fiance, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So after finding two more victims, Bobby Joe calls her brother James and explains what is going on. James then decides to go check on his sister Dana. When James arrives, he finds 37-year-old Dana Roden dead in her bed. She was shot three times in the right side of her head and once under her chin. He also finds 19-year-old Hannah May shot dead in her bed with her newborn daughter lying next to her unharmed. Wow. So someone's just taken out the whole family. Yes. Thankfully, Hannah's other daughter, Sophia, was not home at the time She was with her father, Jake Wagner. After searching the house more, James also finds 16-year-old Chris Jr., who was shot four times in the head. What the fuck? I was going to pin it on him, if I'm being honest. You hadn't said anything about him, and I was like, it had to be that crazy teenager. They thought that, too, when he didn't show up to school and all this was like, they didn't say who it was, but it was like on the news. Oh. And they couldn't find Chris yet. And so they also thought that he might be involved. Yeah. But obviously not. Obviously not. So at this point, the whole community is in shock. There are seven bodies and no one has any idea who would commit such a heinous crime. At around 1.30 p.m., 
Donald Stone decides to go check on his cousin, Kenneth Roden. He has heard about everything on the news and hasn't heard back from Kenneth, so he drives over to his house. When he arrives, he finds 44-year-old Kenneth dead in his bed, shot once in the right eye, and covered in dollar bills. This is 911. Can I help you? Yeah, I need a, a deputy to come out to close to 799 Blair Okay. <clears throat> uh, it's all this stuff that's on the news. Um, I, I just found I just found my cousin with a gunshot wound. Okay. Sir, is he alive? No, no. What's his name? Kenneth Roden. Kenneth Roden? Yeah. Okay, sir, are you out of the house? I'm out, I'm out of the house right now. I just went in, uh, hollering at him, and checked his all right now, and I looked up at him, he had a gunshot wound. Okay, sir, we're going to get that to be out there to you, okay? Wow. What what in the what? world did this family do to somebody? <laughs> like honestly, it's crazy. It's crazy. How does So you have eight eight people eight dead? People. Like how in does one Kenneth night. Plan? What's his relation to the others? Kenneth is brother Chris's Chris. brother. Yeah. I yeah, had to okay. pull this up because it was like so, so many uncle. names, like so many names that it was just like Gone way so over many. my head. It's so many names. It's like a hillbilly family reunion. I can't keep them <laughs> it all. It really straight. is. It's nuts that like eight people all in one night. All they all lived in like the same general area. Wow. Ugh. This is why it's a good thing um, that we all live a little bit spread out. Because if someone right. had a vendetta yeah. against our family, it would take. They them would a really have minute. to work for it. They would right? really yeah. have to earn that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like if they're <laughs> none willing of this easy, to drive same twenty five hours, then that's dedication. <laughs> that's dedication. That's like yeah. we really don't piss someone off. So police believe that more than one shooter may res- be responsible for the killing, since two of the crime scenes were within walking distance. A third located about a mile away, and the fourth about eight miles away. Investigators briefly considered the possibility of a murder-suicide, but none of the victim deaths appeared to be suicides, so they didn't further explore that idea. Well, they were all shot, like, multiple times, right? Yeah, and it was all execution style. Yeah. And while they were sleeping, except for Chris Sr. They think he was awake and everybody else was was asleep. Um... All of them say gunshot wounds, except for Kenneth. It says single gunshot wound to the head. Yeah, it was just in his right eye. And then for some reason, he was, like, covered in dollar bills. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Was it a stripper? <laughs> it be a stripper. That was the first just thing that, that popped in my head. Because, like, right? OnlyFans was so just weird. in its yeah. early beginnings back then, probably. And people had to be making their money. So. Mm-hmm. Or he was a stripper. Ooh, or did he piss off a stripper? Like, he didn't tip her well enough. They work hard for the money, just to just to make it so that it wouldn't seem like it was her. Mm, <laughs> the diversion. Smart. They did say that they were sure the killings were planned, premeditated, and a quote sophisticated operation. Because the efforts taken by the shooter or shooters to cover up their tracks 
and remove any incriminating forensic evidence like they really thought it through. Mm. So all of the victims were members of the Roden family. Surviving family members were urged by police to take precautions. And all residents of Peebles, which is like one of the little towns, um, were advised to stay inside their homes the following night. So they had a task force of at least 100 members led by the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Identification and Investigation, BCI for short. And then even like drug enforcement and the FBI, like all these agencies, agencies, that sort. They all got involved. At least five search warrants were executed and more than 50 people were interviewed in connection with the killings. Um, 79 pieces of evidence were examined, including a Facebook threat aimed at Chris Jr., which is posted before the shootings. On April 25th, a spokesperson for um, the Attorney General Mike DeWine's office also confirmed that cannabis was discovered at three of the crime scenes. <gasps> the devil's lettuce? Yes, including an indoor grow house in which hundreds of cannabis plants were being grown, as well as chickens and equipment consistent with breeding chickens for cockfighting. Oh, <laughs> that took a turn. So, yeah, I don't know what they were doing. I honestly, it really took a turn okay, for the that. drugs. Getting more interesting. Yeah, the drugs right? were one thing, but breeding chickens for cockfighting. Yes. An estimated total of 200 cannabis plants were recovered from the crime scenes and were believed to have been grown for sale and not for personal use. I don't know why you would need 200 cannabis plants if you were just for you. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I'm not judging anyone. Live your life. That feels slightly excessive. Well, some people are like you know preppers and stuff you have to have like food storage and you You gotta have your marijuana for a rainy day you gotta have true Mm -hmm. that's true yeah be prepared so at this time investigators weren't rolling out the possibility of like the mexican drug cartel being involved in ohio that's so seems so weird like Right. When you think about the cartel, you think like Texas, New Mexico, border. Yeah, like why would they go all the way up to Ohio? Right? They're like, let's set this operation up in Ohio. They'll never guess it's yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. This sounds like a bunch of hillbillies that got mad about a drug deal or something. Like, I don't even know. I agree. Know. This I, is some hillbilly yeah. family. I'm going to say maybe shit. not Mexican cartel. It's true. None, Nothing came of the drug cartel or the Facebook threat theories. And before anyone knew it, two years had gone by with no arrests being made in relation to the Roden family murders. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. But finally, on November 13th, 2018, Mike DeWine gave a much anticipated update on the case. Four people had been arrested. Four people. Just like nothing for two years. And then he comes in and he's like, I got all of our people. I got all the bad guys. Pretty much. Pretty much. So we're going to talk about another family. And it's the Wagner family. Um, The Wagner family consisted of 47-year-old Billy Wagner, the father, 48-year-old Angela, the mother, and sons, 27-year-old George and 26-year-old Jake. Any names sound familiar? Mm. No. If you remember, Hannah Roden had a three-year-old daughter with Jake Wagner. Oh. I can't keep up with everyone's baby daddies in this Billy family reunion. I know. There's a lot. Yep. 
Hannah and Jake got together when she was just 13 years old Shut and he was 18. Up. Um I'm going to need you to tell me that again. What did you say? 13? She was 13 and he was, and he 18. was 18. Um listen, I have a 13-year-old daughter. Um and I also have a rifle and I would fucking shoot <laughs> any 18-year-old who came sniffing around right? my daughter. Like, you hear that, and you're like, okay, this happened in, like, the 50s. But no, it was, like, literally, like, 2010. Like 2016, you were saying. When they, yeah, and, they, like, she, when she was 13, that was, like, 2010. Like, That's that disgusting. wasn't. What the shit? Ohio's, like, not even, and I so apologize for being so <laughs> stereotypical right now, but it's not even in the South. It's not no. Alabama, What right? is wrong, it's Ohioans? <laughs> Right. So when she was 16, they started talking about starting a family. And that's when she got pregnant with Sophia. Apparently, their relationship got a little rocky. Some people speculate that Jake was abusive, but there isn't any for sure evidence of that. It's also said that Jake's family loved Hannah and thought of her as a daughter. And that Jake was a great, attentive father. I listened to a podcast and they had like a a family member Mm -hmm. of them. And I mean, that the person was just like gushing over how great of a dad he was and all this stuff. So, but then like you talked to like other people and they said that the family was like sus. So, I mean, you can be a great dad or like a great boss and still be a shitty person. That's 100%. true. Yeah. And we obviously only have one side of the story now. So it's hard to know right. what's true. Um, eventually though, Hannah broke things off with Jake and ended up dating a couple of different guys before having her new baby Kylie, who was only like four or five days old at the time of the murders. People also speculated that there was a custody battle going on between Hannah and Jake that was getting a little nasty. I read that like only a week or so after the murders, Jake was presenting paperwork to the courts trying to get full custody of Sophia as well as the new baby Kylie. The new baby that's not even sus. his? Yeah, he, he was adamant that she was his. No one knew who the dad was at this point. Of course. Oh, um, Lord. But, like, it seems a little sus because I would think it would take longer than a week to drop that kind of paperwork. And if you're, like... I mean, thankfully, I don't I don't know how long it takes, but yeah. I mean, having, like if you're in mourning, like you're not the first like the, the first, first thing, thing you're is like, of. I need to get this paper. I need a done. custody lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can move pretty quickly if you give them enough money. Yeah, true. So not that I would know. Right, right. <laughs> Jake was not the father of baby Kylie. Hannah had dated a man named Charlie Gilly after she broke things off with Jake, and it was found out that Charlie was Kylie's father. Hold on. Who? That's tough. His name is Charlie Gilly. And this name, the last name sounds familiar because the fiance was a Gilly. This is her brother. So there's a lot. I mean, it's a small town. It's a small town. We're going to make a chart. We're going to have to make a chart. I know. You really need. I've seen, actually, I've seen pictures of family trees so i'll we'll put one on instagram. the website and on instagram because you're gonna it have to can study the family confusing. chart 
so yeah. you can keep everybody straight. Just follow, yeah, follow along with it as you listen to the story. <laughs> it's like those books that have the map at the front, you know, so yes, that you can exactly. like discover where the you adventure is. Mm-hmm. It's like yes. that. Please use the reference tools that we've provided. <laughs> People in the community, or at least people close to the Wagners, only had good things to say about them. They would say how nice and hardworking they were. They praised the mother for being such a good mom. But from a couple of other sources, it was a whole different story. It was said that Billy Wagner may have been abusive and that his sons followed in his footsteps with their significant others. One source just flat out said that they didn't think the Wagners were good people. I mean, They were just like, nope, hated them. Be like, actually, they were not great. I think they're terrible. <laughs> okay, so we're backing up just a little bit. During the investigation from August 2016 to January 2017, a few different things happened. From the get-go, investigators suspected that more than one shooter was involved. In August 2016, DeWine confirmed the perpetrators were familiar with the victims, their homes, and the area. And by this time, the Department of Homeland Security and other federal federal agencies were assisting with the investigation, and they were all speculating that people in the community knew more than they were sharing. By October, it was said that police had leads and the state had enough evidence for prosecution. So it seems that this whole time, like, they had stuff, but they weren't able to make any arrests until 2018. Wow. That's crazy because it's there's so many um, crime scenes that you would think that, like, it would have been easier to at least pinpoint somebody. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're clearly, like, yeah. hillbillies, basically. Yeah. Like, they're not geniuses. Yeah. Wiping yeah, all their that's yeah they're not, stuff. like, criminal mastermind mob family, yeah. right? Right. Maybe they I mean, um, I don't know. Maybe they're, yeah. They Here we are judging. try. They did try. I'll be honest. Um, in May 2017, a SWAT team raided a Pike County home about 10 miles from the site of the murders. Police said that they were looking for evidence and not suspects. They also searched a property once owned by Jake Wagner. During this time, both Jake and Angela Wagner, Angela is his mom, wrote emails into the Inquirer saying that they had no idea why police were targeting them and that they didn't know what police could possibly be searching for on their properties. Like the Inquirer? Yes. Like the smutty paparazzi magazine? I guess. I don't know why you would choose that <laughs> one. But... You're like, let me just clear my name real quick. They're right? going to post this, this story the next to the one magazine. about Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And we're solid. Yep. I'm pregnant with an alien. Yep. And I swear <laughs> to you, I swear to Apple Jesus, I did not kill that kid, that family. I didn't exactly. do it. No one understands the Apple Jesus reference. And that's no. okay. Because we do. That's okay. And we're just really that's here to amuse matters. ourselves. That's a, that's a story for a different time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Angela wrote in her email, quote, What has happened to us in the last few weeks has been devastating and will follow us for the rest of our lives. Hannah was loved by all of us. She was like a daughter to me then and now. Her loss still hurts to this day, especially when we see her every day in Sophia. They were also denying that there was any custody dispute going on between Jake and Hannah, and they even referred. So I skipped this part, but they, during this, um, they just like up and left for Alaska. 
What? Like to live like, or during like, the investigation or? Okay, they said it was a vacation. They refer to it as a vacation, but to everybody else, they moved to Alaska. Hmm. Um. So by June 2017, police were now publicly seeking additional information about Jake and his family. And the Wagners say that they went to Alaska because they were being harassed and had to get away. But eventually, they just ran out of money and made their way back. Hmm. That was a very ill-conceived plan on their part. Right? Because on November 13th, 2018... (laughs) All four of the Wagners were arrested within hours of each other. The police were not messing around with this arrest plan. Billy, the dad, was arrested in Lexington, Kentucky. Angela arrested in her home. And the boys, George and Jake, were both arrested during a traffic stop in Ross County. They also arrested Angela's mother, Rita Newcomb, as well as Billy's mother. I couldn't find her name. I don't know why. Um, They were both charged with perjury, obstruction of justice, and misleading investigators. Newcomb was additionally charged with forging custody documents to cover up crimes. She eventually pleaded guilty to a lesser charge, and the charges against Billy's mom were completely dropped in June 2019. So not only do you have the four people in the family, but they also arrested both of the mothers, like the mother-in-laws. Hmm. It's a whole you know, family of family, another family. Yes. Um, evidence used by prosecutors included 13 interview recordings, photos, including one of a burnt VCR and items found in a well, cell tower records, a boondock saints video clip, custody messages, Facebook screenshots, a gun list, a Walmart receipt, and a ton more. What? So they weren't messing around. Like they had a lot of evidence. <laughs> Hold on. I I'm gonna just fast I mean back up for a second because this was in 2016 they that they were murdered. The murder and in 2016, Wait. yeah. Nobody knows what a VHS is. So what did they record on a VHS? I have no idea. But that was like Nobody uses those. I anymore. have no what idea. What are you doing? I have no idea. But why we're in like the VCR? Like, yeah, like that's what like, I'm saying. People can get other VCRs. Like, they're hard to find, but not impossible. <laughs> I think probably what happened is they were watching Aladdin and they got in a fight. <laughs> Someone Literally wanted to watch it. Hercules. And the VCR was not even related. (laughs) They just, they were like, if I can't watch Hercules, no one gets to watch anything. And then they lit that bitch on fire. It's really the only explanation. I can honestly relate. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, if I have to watch Fern Gully one more damn time, I'm lighting this VCR on fire. Not naming names. That is like a... Yeah, but I was going to say, you sound like this is a personal issue that you have with somebody. And I, I don't know who that'd be, but. <laughs> I, her name does not start with no D. One, no one in this family. Yeah, it, her name doesn't start with D and end with Enyel. That's all I'll say. It no. would never. Definitely not. No. Somebody else entirely. Obvious. On April 21st, 2021. So we're getting into our time. Five years. Jake Wagner pled guilty to eight counts of aggregated murder, 
felony conspiracy, four counts of aggravated burglary, unlawful possession of a dangerous ordinance, multiple counts of tampering with evidence, forgery, unauthorized use of property, interception of wire, oral communications, obstruction of justice, engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity, and unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. So... Just, you know, six to nine months. Pretty much anything. They, they pretty much just copy and paste charged with. everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the state of Ohio agreed as part of the guilty plea not to seek the death penalty. Because when they were first all arrested, it was like death penalty. They wanted the death penalty. Well, they killed a whole family. Yeah. Part of his guilty plea was that they wouldn't seek the death penalty for him or his father, mother, or older brother. Um, as part of the deal, Wagner, who admitted to shooting only five of the eight victims, agreed to cooperate with prosecutors and testify against his family members. In September 2021, he was sentenced to eight consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole. Damn. Ohio doing it right. Yes. On September 10th, 2021, Angela Wagner pled guilty to conspiracy to commit aggravated murder several counts of aggravated burglary, tampering with evidence, and other charges as part of a plea deal. The eight counts of aggravated murder were dismissed, and she will spend 30 years in prison. That feels like not long enough, because Did, all she, she would have had to do like, is be like, my family plans to kill this whole family, and she could have stopped it, and she didn't. She just planned. Oh, yeah, but no, them. no, no. She, she helped. Yeah, yeah. She definitely helped. Um, in February 2022, Billy Wagner's pre-trial started. His trial date is set for October 31st, and Georgia's trial is set to start in August. They both have pled not guilty, but the judge has said that both Jake and the mom, Angela, will be testifying, testifying against them as part of their plea deals. It's weird that Jake would be because he's serving eight life sentences. Like, right? Like he didn't really get to give them any information. Yeah, that's a hell of a deal, right? So no one, I don't think, has really admitted to it, but investigators still believe that the killings were to get rid of anyone who might get in the way of Jake getting full custody of his and Hannah's daughter Sophia. Yeah. Um. As of, I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, there's that's the only thing that makes sense. Although I don't really. I don't get the dollar bill thing on the uncle. Like, I just don't. Yeah, that doesn't make They sense. honestly were probably trying to. They just threw something just out Just, like, there. throw them yeah, off. Like, yeah. You don't want people to think it's about your kid. Yeah, true. Um, This I found interesting. As of April 2022, a judge has ruled that an expert witness can testify in George Wagner's trial. George is the older brother. This expert witness is best known for testifying in the O.J. Simpson trial. This guy is supposed to evaluate shoe print evidence found at the scenes. He compared the shoe prints to a particular shoe from Walmart that I think was found on that Walmart receipt that was mentioned in the evidence list. Hmm. Um, I read somewhere that the mom intentionally bought shoes that were different sizes and styles than what they normally wear. So that it would, like, throw Throw suspicion off off of them. Mm -hmm. 
I, but she kept the receipt. I guess the receipt. Like, yeah, she was like, <laughs> uh, listen, she thought she was smart, and then no, never mind. <laughs> we're not gonna wear these, but the one time. So after we wear them, we're gonna clean them up real good, and we're gonna take that shit back. <laughs> yeah, I'm not paying I'm sorry, for these Walmart shoes. If this ever happens to me, I'm 100% gonna be guilty because they'll find all of my receipts because I keep every damn receipt that I have ever gotten. Yeah. I don't know. I do not. I that don't is the know. pack rat. I crumple them I up and throw them in my car. Yeah, I crumple them I, up and I put them in the door of my car where there's that little pocket. Yeah. And then on my and way home from work, I put gum in them. What if you ever have to return anything? <laughs> I literally never return anything, but I keep every every receipt just in case. Listen, I would rather keep something <laughs> that I spent $100 on and hated than ever fucking return anything. <laughs> same yeah. i'll just keep it i will never use it i'll probably take it you could just sell goodwill. it again if you really had to you could but that would involve like that's just too people. much work mm-hmm. the whole thing that's true that is true um i also read that the family had taken a vote on whether or not to commit the murders oh <laughs> like they were all the so like casually in on it as if it wasn't some like gruesome crime and they weren't about to wipe out an entire family in one night can you just, just were like, like raise your hand that's probably what, what the VHS thing was about is they were doing a home oh my gosh, video they recorded it and they were like sitting around the campfire <laughs> like smoking marijuana and watching their cocks fight and they were like hey, <laughs> what do you think that's going on a shirt they were watching their cocks fight. <laughs> what a weirdly close family. It's fine. It's fine. They're all raising their hands. Like, it's fine. Does it's it true. have to be, like, unanimous? Like, like a jury? Like, everybody has to do it? Or we're not killing this family? Yeah, it's all or not. I don't know, but... It seems to me like they were all okay with it. So What if they did, like, a okay. secret ballot and you had to write yes or no on a piece of paper? <laughs> And then they put it all in a hat, and they really dramatically drew one out in the open. It's it like Survivor. Like, That's one for the yes. Oh my yep. gosh! <laughs> um, clearly, like even Grandma was in on it, so that's fine. It's true. The, the grandmas were like, "Sure, it seems like a good, Let's just a good idea at the time." Yes. Um, they even made sure to do it during a time when Jake had his daughter Sophia, so that she wouldn't be there to witness anything. Apparently, the custody agreement was that each parent would have her for a week at a time, and she was supposed to be returned to her mother the same day the bodies were discovered. Do you think Hmm. he planned to discover them? So it would definitely not be him. Be him. Like, he would roll up and, like, take his daughter home and be like, oh, my God, what has happened? I don't know. Probably not, though, because... It seemed like they were trying to, like, keep it so that she didn't see anything. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. He could, like, leave her in the car and be like, no one He's answered. Like, and I got sit really right here for a minute. I'm going to go see if your mom was murdered real quick. Yep. <laughs> I just need <laughs> to go. Stay well, in the car. She was only, like, three, right? Yeah, she was, like, so two not, like, or three. rat him out. That's true. She'd just be like, my dad's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Anyway, yeah, that's the crazy story. Damn. Um. If anyone wants to deep dive into the case, I started listening to a podcast called "The Piketon Massacre," 
and there are like three seasons of episodes just dedicated to the case and they're like keeping up with anything new happening so you can find out like trial details as they're happening so if you want more information check that out i had to stop myself from like listening to all the episodes because (laughs) and then i'd be like well this is all the next few episodes is just on this one case courtney's like four hours later into the podcast um yeah thanks for like so anyway (laughs) so then in 2017 um i forgot to tell you guys because i was too busy talking about um crazy kids but i did have something that happened in my town that i live in that goes along with our podcast just great because we had some fugitives be caught like just down the street honestly Um, there is a lot that happens in your town no this was like national um uh news news yeah (laughs) yeah it was like the cop and the Yes, we had oh, um, Casey and Vicky White were caught. Well, you know, um, yeah. the guy yeah, was yeah. caught. The chick killed herself, but they had like the car was like wrecked on the side of the road. Like, yeah, it happened here, just down the street. That was nuts. Crazy. Yeah, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Everybody on my Facebook was <laughs> like, "Cool, this is the best thing that ever happened to us." <laughs> I will say this about the good folks of Evansville. They love a good drama. They, they do. do. They do. Sometimes um, they create the drama. They, they probably do. The drama. Well, I'm so glad we brought this back. It was so fun to hear Me that too. story. Yeah, let I mean, us go. Gruesome, but it was good. A lot of names. I'm going to look everybody up right after this. I just want to see what they look like to see if they look like the hillbillies that I think they are. They do. Fantastic. I love when I'm right. <laughs> I would say more so the Wagners than the Rodents. The Rodents look more normal. Right. The Wagners definitely look like they would kill an entire family. Which tracks because they did. They did. So, they did. Mm-hmm. Are you guys into the conspiracy theory that's going on that the world's going to end on the 5th? The fifth of July. July. Yeah, I've not heard that yet. Well, you have a couple days to get your shit Um, in order because if the world's gonna end, why would I get my shit in order? Well, I mean, just in case, you never know. Um, They're saying that there is a company in Switzerland called CERN, and they are opening up the portal to hell. Oh, oh Lord. Is this an episode of Supernatural? Or Buffy? Okay, so they were saying that, um, so like if you look up CERN on like the CERN logo on Google, it tell like you can okay. see it and they're claiming that it is says 666, okay? Which like I could kind of see where they're getting that. Um, here's my question in all seriousness. <laughs> why would they open a portal to hell like where's where are they making money off of this because i don't know big business i don't know why they would do money. that um i'm not sure why they're why they're doing this like um, are they gonna charge us to close it 
Like <laughs> right? everyone Venmo me twenty dollars <laughs> right now. Oh or I swear to God, God, I will leave this portal to hell wide open, open. and you'll all get sucked in. But Being also out, like we win. Yeah, is that what happens? So, is like the demons and the devil come out, or like it just like sits saying. there and is this just scary? Or well, they were saying that um, they're so the okay, so the company CERN has like this statue of like the Hindu god Shiva or whatever, who okay. apparently is like okay, you know this. They said that that's like de- destruction or like rebirth kind of thing. And right. so everybody was freaking out that that was like the sign that they're going to destroy the earth. Anyways, um, why they would do that. That's my biggest question. Like that's, th- that doesn't make any sense to me, but whatever. Yeah. They said that they tried to open this portal two other times, but they didn't have enough energy, like enough power to open it. But this time they do, and it's going to open on the fifth. So this, um, let's see, they had one like scientist that was saying that this company was like a, like a bad idea. Like they shouldn't be messing with things kind of thing. And guess who the, um, the scientist or whatever was, who it was. I don't know any scientists. (laughs) I was like, I'm drawing a big, big blank. Yeah. It was Stephen Hawkins or whatever. Oh. And so See, I have then the conspiracy theory yeah, was. Only one I know. Yeah, right? The conspiracy theory is they're like, they have been telling us this for the last, like, they've been telling us this for years through our television by Stranger Things. They're like, this is what they've been telling us. They're like, it's going to be the exact same thing. There's going to be creatures coming from hell through this portal. And then guess what? Guess what the town is called on Stranger Things? Hawkins. Hawkins. Yep. Oh my gosh. The scientist. Just right? <gasps> like it. Yep. That's why. Well, I tried to Google so- this. We're going to yeah. put this podcast and, out tomorrow so you can all hear it before the world ends. I, the yeah. It's been fun. Um, it's been real. We're, we're not going to edit it. We're just going to throw that bitch up. We don't have time. Yeah, exactly how it is. Um, I tried to Google this. I'm like, I believe you that this is a thing. So I was trying to Google it and figure it out. And all I could find was that there's a conspiracy ser- theory that the world ended in 2012. I mean, there's been a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you remember? There was like a huge movie and stuff. No, I remember. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Dad was a song and everything. Dad brought up um, Y2K, and I was like, okay, yeah, this has happened a few times. But um, the real kicker of this whole story is where did I hear this? On TikTok. Who did I hear this from? Some chick in Texas giving people free tattoos of crosses. And all they had to do, like the stipulation for them to get a free tattoo was they had to like come to Jesus. So she like brought them like they all like lined up outside of her tattoo shop. Like this was going to save them on Tuesday. If you have a tattoo of a cross (laughs) and it's solid. What the best thing is. They didn't even, some of them didn't even get crosses. They just got like faith or like. That's not the same. How's that going to fucking save you? Yep. So. Idiots. 
Like you can stop a vampire with your faith tattoo? No. (laughs) You need a cross, dummy. A demigorgon or whatever. What if, purely hypothetically speaking, you had a tattoo of a demon in a tutu with ballet shoes would that be better than a cross would they like accept you as one of your own asking for a friend hold on do you have that tattoo (laughs) i do what i'll send you okay i'm gonna please do because now i don't remember this being a tattoo it's new actually when we were talking about what we've done the last six months i guess i should have mentioned that because oh, I forget man. that I haven't You're... actually seen you in person in That's like true. nine years. It's That's been a long true. time. Um, if you'd like to know about this other conspiracy theory is that the world did end in 2012 and we got sucked into a black hole and we're living in a parallel universe. Huh. Huh. Which would that explain, would oh explain God, all of the... Uh, I don't know. What? Mandela effects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would explain that. If we are living in a parallel universe, that would explain. Yeah. Would it, though? Because things are just, like, slightly different. Yeah. I, that just goes way over but my this head. this is about the same. This this whole thing, conspiracy, is about the same thing that you were just talking about. CERN, the scientists at CERN, yeah. and... Stephen Hawking <laughs> predicting they- that this particle they found could destroy the universe and like all this wow like people like they escalate really quickly where did you come up with this idea for this tattoo it's pretty epic a- and I think that you're going to be saved I think I should oh be gosh, saved I love it right I sent you a picture of the shoes too um there's this poem that says something to the effect of if you can't dance with my demons you can't dance with me and okay, I just thought that would be like so it. cool to have a dancing demon. And so I just. Okay. I do remember now seeing this on Instagram that you got like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I love, love that you can rock that. You know what I mean? I mean. Like you're so I... cool. If I put that on me, people would be like, the hell does that mean? <laughs> They're like, he's go... a badass. It makes sense. I went to Salt sure. Lake to get it. And. Um. I went to a guy that Jade goes to. So Sam and I go up, we go into the tattoo shop and the guy's got it all drawn up for me. Cause I've already talked to him and he brings it over and he's like, so what do you think? And he had like little hooven feet instead of ballet slippers. And I was like, I actually really want a ballet slippers. And he was like, Oh, okay, well I can draw that up. So he goes over to fix the feet and Sam looks at me and is like, so you're really getting that? <laughs> I, was like, uh-huh, I really am. And he's like, that's pretty weird, babe. I was like, I know. Isn't it great? I love it. I kind of love it though. Like it's right? awesome. Yeah, I kind of dig it. Like I was I mean, I hope it. so, because you gotta touch it on your permanent. body, but yeah, it's not going anywhere. But literally back to that subject, I think you're fine. Like, they yeah, don't I think like that's funny, and they're like, actually, we're not going to eat your soul or whatever. You're good. Yeah, they're going to be like, she's basically one of us. We're funny. Well, 
this got this up. got crazy. I know. Really I'm really sorry. I just was like, I didn't know if I was the only one that hadn't heard that this was going to happen, or apparently I'm the only one that did. I definitely hear that did not know. So I definitely did. Now know. everybody knows. The world knows because we said it. So by the time you just hear be this, it either came true and you don't ever get to hear this, or it didn't. <laughs> unlucky, and you're that welcome. Very unlucky. Well. well should we end this shit? I, I guess it's so. probably better, honestly. It's gotten really mm. out of hand. It's, we really, it, <laughs> I'm, I'm scared to see where it could go next. So, yeah, we should probably. We should end it. <laughs> well, listen, kids. Don't do drugs. And if someone tries to kidnap you or sex traffic you or murder your whole fucking family, <laughs> stab them in the dick. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Sister, Sister Sleuths. Sleuths. <laughs> oh, killed it. We right out of it. the gate. We still got it. <laughs>